0: Attempts. You just got to make them. Um, attempts to uh, not repair, but just attempts to make things better. M- My wife's been saying the past few days that you only touch me when you want sex and you only seem to show me attention when you want something from me, which isn't true. But it also isn't false. Um, I don't only want Sex from my wife I, I do want respect and but sex is that thing she has and I do want it and I do still want it from her I don't I don't know I mean I'm not pursuing sex or relationship or anything like that with anyone else but I don't oh, this is gonna be a doozy of a recording I didn't know it would go this way Um, but it's my diary so My wife's there, right? She's there. Yeah, she's there and she's overweight and she's there and she's somewhat affectionate and she's there. And and if I quote unquote do the right thing, say the right things, whatever, um, it could lead to sex. Um, I don't come home or live my life with my wife. just like treating her like a piece of shit. I I don't I don't do that. I still have love for my wife. I'm not in love with her. Um, I have love for her being that she's the mother of my children. Um, I do wish that I'd never met her. Um, I do wish that I never married her. Um, But that's, but that's only because I'm, that's me, the person that's in, in midlife saying what I would do now, knowing what I know. That is not me, the person that got married decades ago. That's not. I'm not that same person. So I definitely want to let myself off the hook, let my wife off the hook, let everyone in the world off the hook. Because when you're speaking about something that's 10, 20 years in the past, you're not that person. At least, at least I'm not. I do know that there are people that are that person. I do know that there are people that really legitimately um, do not grow. And I I don't subscribe to that bullshit. Like, oh, everyone grows. And and we all have our own journey, we we do have our own journey. If we choose to take it, if you choose, if you have the opportunity to um, take another job somewhere else, and you decide not to take that job. You talked it over with your friends. I don't know if, if, if you're religious, you prayed about it, whatever, and you literally don't have anything keeping you in a particular place. Um, the only thing that kept you in your current position is the fear of the change. If you were to be extremely honest with yourself, you just stayed because you were scared to leave. Um, That means opportunity came knocking and you did not open the door. That's up to you. When you're talking about things that you did or didn't do opportunities, you let go or whatever, like when I say I wish I'd never met my wife, I wish I definitely wish I'd never married her meeting her would have been okay marrying her horrible, horrible decision. Because the lens through which I saw life, marriage, myself and her were so different than the lens through which I see myself, marriage and my wife. It's just so different. So, yeah, I can easily say that now. But, you know, it is what it is. And I don't think for a minute that my wife really knows or has evaluated or whatever, like, oh, if she should still be. If she should have married me, I mean, I think when you're in, in moments of anger and stuff like that, I should have never married you. I should have never, you know, and I'm I'm not speaking that way, not from anger in a hot spot at a hot point in life, making a, a statement on short term emotion. I'm not doing that. I'm just like, man, you know, looking back, the signs were there. Um, my wife came from the same broken family that she has now. She lacked problem-solving skills and ability Um, then. I thought that she had problem-solving desires, but I didn't pay attention to how she handled adversity enough to see that she does not quite have the stomach for solving difficult problems. And we all from time to time in our lives are the cause of difficult problems in our life. We are the cause of it. Now, some of us, me included in that, I have caused a great many problems in my life. Um, I say that because I am accountable for what I've done or haven't done. I know that the jobs that I've, gotten over the years i know that i got those jobs i know that the jobs that i didn't get i know that i lost those jobs or i did something to kind of screw that up in that interview and whatever i take full credit for my successes um not all credit i don't take all credit because that would imply that i don't recognize the help that i've received over the years but i take full credit for my successes and i also take full credit for my failures like even me, like even if I've, i I lost a job um, that may or may not, that may not have been all my fault, but I'm saying I take full blame and I take full credit. I, I just think that's what an accountable person does. And that's, that was the biggest thing that I missed with my wife. I didn't really take into account the type of person that she was as far as credit and blame were concerned, how, how. How does she handle such things? And the answer is not well. It's not well, not cleanly, not (laughs) not aggressively, not assertively, not proactively. So it leads me to a conversation we sort of had today because she's still having a problem with one of our kids. And um, in my wife's mind, uh, and she said, she she admitted, because I, I let me back up. I was telling the kid that, you know, you have to understand this about your mom. Your mom doesn't really speak negatively about anyone because the kid is having a problem with another kid. And the other kid is just being a total jerk, jackass, dumb person, whatever, disrespectful, ignorant, arrogant, whatever. The kid's being a lot of things. And the other kid is commenting on like, ah, oh, this kid just, ah. Uh, my sibling pisses me off. I just, uh, this, they act like such a loser sometimes, and they're so frustrating and so disrespectful. And I da, da, da. And because mom has si- significant affection for the kid, and mom doesn't, mom is a good mom. She can't bring herself to say bad things about another kid, one of her kids. But the one kid is lamenting about the treatment that they've received by the other kid. And my wife's response is yeah, poor kid talking about the kid that's infracting on the other. And the kids talking to me and just like mom just always takes that kid's side. Mom doesn't have anything negative to say about that kid and it's pissing me off and, and I'm just going to be I'm going to stop talking to mom now. I don't like talking to mom anymore. Mom, it will always make excuses for that kid. And I said, um, that's actually, that's, I get what you're saying. When I started that, way. I get what you're saying, but that's actually not true. Your mom, it's really hard for her to say anything negative about any of you guys. She loves you and she always wants to do what she feels is going to be best to kind of help you guys move along. And saying derogatory or negative comments about you guys is not something she'll ever do. She loves you. And she would only do and say things to you guys that she would find productive. And saying that, yeah, that other kid is a jerk or is even being a jerk, it's not something that she's able to do. So just don't look for that. I know you're looking for an ally right now, but you're not going to find allegiance in that way from your mother. Because I was trying to protect... My wife and kids' relationship, and I was also trying to be very honest about the whole thing. And with that said, you know, that 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 was my Hail Mary. That was that was what I tried. And I told my wife this, and I said, "Yeah, you know that this is this is what the kid is thinking," and, and and this is what I told the kid. And she's like, "Yeah, you're right, you know." And I said, "I'm only telling you because I spoke for you, and because um, I I'm just trying to help you guys." and My wife was a wreck after they had their conversation because I just noticed something must have went pear shaped because the kid just goes into the room, slams the door. And then I come, you know, downstairs and my wife is like crying about what happened. And I didn't. I'm like, oh, geez, what happened with you guys? What happened? So that's what happened. And, And I said, you know, to my wife, I tried giving her advice today. And I said, look, I know that you might have that aversion to saying anything negative about the kids. And I get that. And I think that is great. But humans and how humans work, we all look for allies. And what the kid was trying to tell you, the kid was looking for some sort of consignment from you. Some sort of co signing agreement saying, yes, this kid is being a little bit of a butthead. And, um, with you just saying poor kid that made the other kid feel like, you know, you just don't see it the way that they see it. You don't see that kid as bad as they see that kid and you don't have to see him as bad, but when someone's lamenting to you, like, Oh my gosh, like they, you know, imagine you're, you're working at Amazon and you're packaging the parcels and stuff like that. And you're like, Oh I wish these tape rolls, when they seal up the boxes that say Amazon on them, I wish the rolls of tape weren't so big, let's say. They're just heavy. Ah, these tape rolls are so big. They're so heavy. I hate it. I've been developing a callus and my muscles hurt. And I mean, if if I hurt my shoulder again, they better cover my workman's comp claim. I wish Amazon would stop being so cheap. I even found better. I even found better um, tape dispensers that Amazon could buy. And I know over at DHL, let's just say uh, FedEx. I don't know FedEx. Over at FedEx, they bought these, these other ones and they're much lighter and the employees love them. I hate that Amazon doesn't just pay more money for the lighter tape dispensers. It could help save us time, money. I mean, it could save us time, money. We might work more efficiently and I wouldn't be at risk of throwing my shoulder out. I'm so mad at Amazon, okay? And the other employee says, they're a great company or they're doing their best. That's not what you're looking for in that moment. In that moment, you're just looking for a soft pedestrian. You're right, they are heavy. They do have money man. I wonder they do have the money. I wonder why they haven't bought it the lighter tape dispensers man We should probably I mean have you tried bringing it up to the management? Maybe we should try bringing it up to the management They're You're looking for an ally You're looking for someone that you know is standing in your corner with you They don't even have to fully sign up. They don't have to say Yeah, let's take all these things, let's make a pile of tape dispensers and let's set these motherfuckers on fire! You don't have to do that. That's not something that you need to do. But you do need to give someone a little bit of what they're looking for. And they're pouring their heart out to you about these fucking tape dispensers and how they're hurting their shoulder. So the least you could do is say, yeah, they are heavy, yeah, that sucks. And we should try to figure out a way to do something about it. And that's all my one kid was looking for. My one kid was looking to just lament. And because they're having a really hard time with their sibling, they hate it. And they were just looking for their mom to say, yeah, baby, I'm sorry that your sibling is treating you like that. I'm sorry that they're hurting you. I wish they would stop. You know, poor kid. Maybe they just can't see straight right now Then you could put your little you could put your little punctuation of of support for the other kid at the end. You could do that. You don't have to make it all. cheese Just I can't say anything negative because they're both feeling something. If you feel that one kid is a poor kid and the other kid is lamenting over the other kid, well, they're both going through something. So you really, really, really should say something that kind of. assuages both sides. I don't know, just my thoughts, but that is my wife. That's my wife in a nutshell. She's done it with me. She's done it with a lot of people. She just doesn't make you feel like she's riding with you. I remember a few situations that might have happened with me and her dad. I mean, he he was a total asshole to me several times. And I'm just going in. I'm just this mother, this son of a gun. Why would he do that? You know what? The type of guy, because I'm going to give you a little bit of of details now. The type of guy that walks out on his kids, blah, blah, blah. Of course, he wouldn't know a good man if one punched him in the fucking face. Because I have been good to you guys and I have taken good care and I have done this and I have done that. But what the hell would a guy know that walked out on his kids? What would they know about it? She's like, he grew up. I mean, he he doesn't really feel that way. What the fuck? I am your husband. And I take really good care of you and our kids. And your father just did something really horrible to me. Really horrible. And I am telling you about it. And you don't have any, any thing to say in support of my problem, what your father did to me, because you have love for your father. And since you can't say anything negative, I'm left feeling like, oh, if you're not with me, you're against me. It's a very tough situation to be in. And I know where my kid is because i've been there with my wife and um and let's just break down that game film for a second do you really want to be married to someone that makes you feel like um you're alone when something big and bad and tough is happening do you really want to feel like that you really want to you want to pour your heart out about something and you want to feel like the person is right there with you and if they if they were there they'd be crying just like you i know i would and that's the wife i wish i had and i don't have that so knowing that i don't have that it's like damn what's the point i don't what's the point oh what if the person they just don't feel the same way i don't give a fuck that's not how we people work like I just said, do I want sex for my wife? Will I take that? Yes. Because I'm a person. I'm a man. and I want to have sex. And I coincidentally want to have it with my wife. So done. It is quite that binary. I want to have sex. My wife is there. So I will have sex with her. Sometimes people wonder, oh, how do people cheat and all this other stuff I'm like, if there is a willing woman, the man's appetite is there and he's not feeling the most respect, adoration for his wife or she's treating him sort of like shit in his estimation. Well then yes, the there that fruit is ripe for the picking. He doesn't even have to be looking for it. Consider the porn industry and strip clubs. Men go to find beautiful women to look at. Men go to find beautiful women to come and talk to them. The strip club is the fastest shortcut to that end. I get to see everything you have. All of your body. So I'm very close to the woman's beauty in all forms, in all areas that I can be. And she blinks her eyes at me. She talks to me, she sits with me. I have to exchange some money with her for the thing that I want and need, which is why marriage used to be maybe such a good deal for men because the man was bringing home the bacon So she could fry it up in a pan and a woman was having sex with the man. But now it's a little different. What you do may not get you what you want. And a woman has to protect her interest. She wants to be protected and she wants to be provided for. So sometimes she might trade sex for that and her matrimony and become married and all those things. That's fine. That's great. But I don't begrudge men of doing the same things. Like in my situation, I'm not happily married, I am not. That has nothing to do with me wanting sex with my wife. And that that also doesn't mean that I'm not trying to be more happily married. I, I want to get a divorce because I believe that it's necessary and I believe that I understand my wife as a different person than I did when I got married and I understand myself as a different man than when I got married. So done and done. But I'm not divorced, I just, this is America. I can't just wave a magic wand and get divorced. Assets need to be divided. Children are still young. There's a lot of things. And it's like, yeah, if I could alakazam magic wand this, I would be done, but I can't. So I suffer. And that's what we all do. Chris Hemsworth is a really good looking guy. I think most women find him universally attractive and masculine with the rock. We'll go with Chris Hemsworth. Most women, if they could, would drop their husbands to marry Chris Hemsworth. If this, if things would be provided, if, hey, if he's gonna take care of me, he's gonna love me, he's gonna do this, he's gonna do that, whatever. Yes, I would. And it may not be something you want you to admit. Chris Hemsworth is one of the best looking people amongst good looking people. So Chris Hemsworth against your butt crack showing, hang over the belt buckle belly husband that you have with a hairy back, Chris Hemsworth is a step up, let's just say. So to begrudge a woman from saying like, yeah, my husband's kind of lazy, he's kind of fat, he farts a lot, he doesn't pick up after himself, he's not nice to look at, man, Jesus Christ. Ugh, we don't even have any of the same interest. Yeah, I f- Chris Hemsworth is a step up. Unless he's slapping you around. So I'm just saying all things equal. If Chris Hemsworth shows his butt crack, Chris Hemsworth doesn't pick up after himself, but he looks like Chris Hemsworth and he treats you exactly like your husband treats you, why the hell wouldn't you? It's a 100% percent trade up. It's easy. Easy peasy. So with a with a man, it's like, well, if you're not, if you're paying for a woman, you're paying for her, And you're doing all these things in a traditional sense and you're not having sex with her. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing this for? Why? If she's treating you poorly, if she just doesn't make you feel good, well, why don't you just get someone else that's not gonna make you feel good and not gonna have sex with you? What the hell? Why deal with her ups and downs with weight? Why? Why deal with her debt? Why deal if we're not if this relationship is not the bartering agreement that it really is, what the hell's the point of any of it? I don't know. I think that's enough said. I don't want to get married anymore. Well, I'm not married. I said that wrong. I want to get a divorce. Look. Wow, that was the Divorce Diaries Podcast. The daily saga will continue tomorrow. The Full Seasons episodes are on Patreon now. Subscribe for early access. Click the Patreon link in the description. Hopefully, these entries help our anonymous recorder as a form of his own personal therapy. That's his hope and his intention. Will these recordings of life's curveballs lead this family to the best resolution in the end? We'll keep listening. New episodes are released daily on all podcast players, but all episodes are available on Patreon. At Divorce Diaries Podcast Patreon page. Until next time.